0: Good evening, everybody. This is Barbara podcast, and I am back uh, recording a new episode on this week. Kind of last week, because kind of like a little break, this is the vacation time. So um, this week, we're actually recording a new episode, and I'm so excited to have this young lady on. Um, She is a product of our hometown of Little, of course, And so um, she, um, I'll, be, I'll, let, I'll let her tell, uh, tell you about herself. And so um, I just wanted to uh, thank her for accepting the invitation to be on the uh, podcast. So without further ado, I would like to introduce to the listening audience, Samyron Brown, but she's known as Trudy. That's, that's who my kids know as Fruity. So welcome, Fruity Brown.
1: Welcome.
0: Hello. Hi. Thank you for having me. So I just said I wanted to bring you on because you are, um, of course, a product of Corsicana, but you are um, a student of the High School, a Corsicana High School graduate, and you are also a, a graduate of Prairie View A and M. And so I wanted to bring you on because this we are in we are are in the season of graduations and all that, and so you being a young person, I kind of wanted to bring you on so you can give some, some, uh, maybe a motivational, you know, talk or, you know, just some words of encouragement to those that are getting ready to graduate, you know, graduate high school, graduate college, and um, you're now in, you know, the workforce now, and so just anything that you can, you know, you can tell those that are listening, young people that are listening. Um, you're, you know, based about, you know, based on your experiences. And so, um, uh, but first, I want, to, I want you to tell the listeners a little bit about who, who Fruity is. All
1: right. No problem. So, um, again, my name is Shavari Brown. Everyone knows me as Fruity. Um, so, I graduated from Corsicana High School in 2013. And um, that summer, I worked the whole summer, and I went on to school at Prairie View A&M University in Prairie View, Texas. Um, there I went into the psychology program, and I also became a dancer for their dance team there, which I did not tell my mom I was trying out. I was too scared because I thought that oh, I was doubting myself a little bit, so I was just scared. Um, I eventually ended up making the team. i after like a hundred and ten girls tried out, only seven of us made it. I made wow. the team there, and I continued to balance school. I was working. I was dancing. And um, so eventually I ended up graduating from there. Um, once I graduated, I took a year off to come back, work a little bit in the behavioral health field just to get the feel of it. And then I became a student again um, at Grand Canyon University. Um, I entered the master's in clinical health program there. That's where I'm currently at. I'm getting my license as a clinical mental health counselor. And I want to go ahead and um, go on to psychiatry. Um, I moved away and I moved to Virginia Beach, Virginia. um, And that's where I start working as an admissions coordinator out here. For a substance abuse and mental health rehab. Um, I also participate as a patient advocate. So I hold many hats there. And um, as well as getting my hours of supervision for my licensure. So when I graduate next summer, I'll be a
0: licensed counselor. <laughs> oh, wow. So you came from, I mean, you're a product of Corsicana, which you know everybody, you know, by now, everybody knows what Corsicana is and all that. And so did you find it, you know, challenging to stay the course of, you know, how, you know, as, as far as education? Because, you know, it's, it's, there are a lot of challenges, you know, and so um, did, you, did, you, did you meet a lot of challenges? Did you have a lot of challenges staying on the course of getting your, you know, your higher degrees?
1: So, yes, I actually did. Um, The first year after dancing, I was getting used to it, so we had to keep our GPAs up. Uh, Well, after I would say two and a half years, I um, began working, actually, because I moved off campus. So I began working, and so it was just a lot of hours of trying to juggle dance work and school full-time to where my GPA dropped. And so I received a notification from our, um, our financial aid department, like, look, girl, if you don't get your grades up, you, you won't have your school paid for it. And that's something that I wish someone would have told me because mm-hmm. I had no idea. And usually I was used to... Um, Being in high school, I was super smart. So I'm like, I don't have to study. I can just, you know, I can wing this. If I go to class, I'm okay. And so I realized I had to get a a new groove of a different type of education, a different environment. Um, And going through many, many changes, I had to try to overcome those changes to get my grades up, to keep my focus right getting enough sleep at that you know so it was it was different i faced those changes but it was something that i had to get accommodated with because if not i really felt like i was going to fail not only myself but you know the people that were depending on me to you know actually go through with this with the things that i said i was going to do
0: so what so what message can you tell seniors that are getting ready to you know to? to to graduate and go off to college? What what kind of advice can you give to them?
1: I can say um, basically congratulations (laughs) and (laughs) also uh, make sure that um, you're aware of everything that you're supposed to do before school starts, before your move-in day. It'll be a lot of times that, you know it's your first time getting out there a lot of us you know was getting out there on our own you know with no with no help so it was like uh we were thrown to the wolves so when you got there after you know you leave your parents leave you're like oh man and then you get to let's say housing for example they'll be like oh you owe a fee here or your financial aid won't cover enough here, or you have to have this, this, and that, or you have to have certain books, or this program requires certain things. And I would just say, when you do talk to your advisor, when you go for a move-in day or the day that you get all your paperwork and stuff together, please, please please soak in as much information as you can. Take that and make sure that you abide by that so you'll be on track. So
0: did you get a lot of information while you were just say in high school did they you know did they cover everything to help you on the process of going to college
1: Um, I didn't, I had a little help, uh, to Miss O'Neal, shout out to Miss O'Neill. he was a Prairie View alumni, actually, and so he actually took us to their homecoming around the time, so I was able to get the feel of the place, but not so much of just, um, the things that I needed. When they had a tour, and also a day for, like, the freshman day that they gave us tours, they let us meet with our advisors, we got paperwork done, and things like that, and, um, I was just kind of like, oh, my gosh, I thought I had enough financial aid for this. They're saying I don't. They were um, putting more different type of loans out there. Um, So I needed more information as far as, like, to actually speak to an advisor that, you know, everything that I needed to get together because it's a lot, you know. And especially to someone coming right out of high school that, you know, this is a new environment. It, it could be very, very um, overbearing, but it's doable. You know, we just got to get it together. and That way you could be able to enjoy your school year, you know.
0: So do, you, do you recommend um, going off to college? Or, you, or do, you, do you think that uh, if you've never been away from home that you, you should stay, you stay in the local community or go to the local community college?
1: I definitely recommend leaving home. You get to experience a new environment. Um, the first, the first year that you're there, they usually have freshman dorms, or they usually put you in the dorms or anything like that, and. They're showing you a lot of things. You're meeting new people even before school starts. So it's easier for you to accommodate to the environment. It's easy for you to, you know, make more people to socialize with or, you know, to get your peers' expertise or just, you know, just basically just drain your peers for information and actually have a social life, you know, there on campus because that's also important because this is a new, almost a new era of your life. So I would always suggest leaving home um, however, if it if it's better for you financially, um, your situation, and maybe you're just not into that type of environment, yeah, I would recommend staying, you know, and just staying at the community college until you get your things together and leaving off. But definitely recommend ten out of ten, <laughs> leaving
0: off. <home. laughs> <laughs> so it sounds like you you um you were able to you know go and go off to college and you were able to adjust adjust to a new, you know, environment, even you know, make new friends. And so, um do you do you find yourself having a long term, you know, long term friends, you know, because they said when you go to college you do have friends that <laughs> <in> are long term. <laughs>
1: yes. And um, I have my doll sisters, which is my dance team. We all keep in contact always when homecoming time comes around, we're, we're like, girls, what we doing? I have um three best friends that I made um while I was out there and they even come visit me while I'm in Virginia. To this day, I come visit them. Like even when I was living in Corsicana, still, I would go to Houston. We we like visiting each other. We talk every day. Like those mm-hmm. are my sisters. We I really made a really tight bond with them. And I um, met one my freshman year on the dance team, and then the other came my sophomore year. She was a freshman then, and we met, and we ended up all moving in together. Like oh, we're besties. Let's move in together. And everyone would tell us, go do that. Don't do that. That's going
0: to ruin your friendship. But for some reason, we stuck it out. We were really good at being roommates, and we have a lifelong friendship. I really believe. Well, that's good. So you actually, you know, truly, I can say that um, you broke. You, you know, you broke that. You know, because you know, you know how our, especially the African American community, especially in our, you know, our town, how you know a lot of young people are not going off to college. You know, they end up getting college in the a you know, that cycle of, you know, just, you know, being here. And so you were able to, you know, and that's nothing wrong with that because you're choosing to stay in work and, you know, be a working adult or, you know, trying to get a trade or something like that. And so do you, are you, like, encouraging other young people? that you come back home and try to maybe, you know, motivate and maybe, you know, as far as just encourage? Do you do that often?
1: Yes, I reach out to plenty of people, um, especially even, I even uh, offer my mentorship um, to many people. If they ask me questions, sometimes people like, oh, with even the behavioral behavioral health career, they ask me questions about that, how they're able to do this, do that, because a lot of times, sometimes you may not want to get a degree, but you may want to work in the behavioral health field. A lot of times, um, people want questions about, hey, look, I think I'm too old to go back to school, but... How do you do this? You know, and I'm like, look, let, let me let me extend my hand was just sister, like, girl. I got you, you know. But any, I always try to offer my mentorship because I feel as a community, we should build each other up. We should keep on, like, you know, breaking those cycles, the way that our communities can build up and grow with generation through generation. Because I know we're further than where we were when our parents were in school. It's more of us going off to college. It's more of us getting, you know, going to trades. It's more of us getting better jobs,
0: you know. Mm. Mm-hmm. So what so what kind of legacy do you want to leave? Where do you see yourself in the next five or ten years?
1: Oh my gosh. I see myself graduating from medical school, um, in psychiatry. I definitely, absolutely, and I want to make this my main long term goal. I would like to get a mental health clinic right in our community on the east side in Corsicana. Because I feel like a lot of people don't understand their resources when it comes to it. And a lot of us don't address our mental health issues because we don't know that that's what it is. That's what's yeah. going on. You know, a lot of times when so I Do you
0: up, think there's a stigma behind mental health in the, in the African-American community, there's stigma? Absolutely. Because you know, a, lot of time, a lot of times, you know, when you know didn't, you, didn't, you didn't hear that, people talk about mental health. Do you think there's a, a bad stigma?
1: Yes, I do believe. For example, um, when I grew up, you would hear, oh, that child, she just so bad. She's so bad. And I, I do not like that word. I do not like people calling children bad because you just never know what's going on. You wouldn't even, the, the way that you would go take um, your child to get a checkup from a doctor when, you, when they're having symptoms of a cold or a flu or something like that. If your child is experiencing mental health symptoms, you should probably get your child checked up. But a lot of us wouldn't know that that's what they're experiencing because we're not educated on it as well. So that's my long-term goal to get that within our community, raise awareness to it even before um, I can even make that happen because that's very important. And I've been trying to figure out how to do that, being living this far for the next three years because I'm here because of the Navy. And so (laughs) uh, it it needs to be in the works, but I feel like I have – people or i know people especially the older um adults in our community that um that has more pool that could be able to you know get this out and get this in the works so even if it's a non-profit even if it's just us just within the community working it could be that before we, i actually have my long-term goal of a facility there within the community
0: well it sounds like you sounds like you have a plan so what kind of legacy do you want to leave
1: the legacy I want to believe I want to leave behind is what I would call a building block where we help our neighbors. Um, mm-hmm. Me being a person that hey look I don't want to get in your business, but I see it how I see it. Can we just try to find some way that I could probably help you, even if I don't even really know you? I just see you from afar. I feel like I'm still your neighbor. We're still within that community, and that's what it's about helping each other. And I want to leave that legacy behind, and I want to be known for that.
0: So if you could if you could talk to, let's say, uh, the fifteen year old Foodie, what would you say to the fifteen year old Foodie?
1: <laughs> I would say get prepared for a ride, girlfriend, because what you got in store is some of your goals are gonna scare you, but don't run it high, keep on working. Even the times when it gets hard, keep working, because at the end of the day, like I said, your biggest goals are always your scariest, but it can happen.
0: Uh, So, Ms. Frudy, I really do appreciate you taking the time out of your business schedule to be on the Canada Speaks podcast. And I always give my guests an opportunity to give their shout outs, um, to anybody that I can give a shout out to. But like I said, thank you again for this being on the Canada Peace Podcast. I do believe that you you're gonna you know, you're gonna you know, whatever your heart desire, you're gonna do it. I just believe that because you you have it seems like you have goals in mind and you're gonna reach those goals. So go ahead and give your shout out to anybody that can give you shout outs to.
1: All righty. So first and foremost, I'd like to give a shout out to my most amazing family. That's been Akana, Shakira Mitchell, Cameron Washington, Melvin Jones, and my amazing mother, Talanda Mitchell, who I love so much. Um, that's my girl. Um, any of my childhood friends there that we all came a long way. I see you out there. you handle your business. You're raising your children. And I love all of y'all. And I just wish the best and love and light to everybody.
0: Well, thank you so much. Um, I'm, I'm I'm sure they're gonna listen to the podcast once I once uh, my engineer gets everything all tweaked and all that. You know, once I put it once we put it out there, I'm sure they're gonna listen to it, and they're gonna be excited to know that um, you were on the Canada Speaks podcast. And so, um, like like once again, I, I just want to say thank you so much for um, just the whole the whole conversation. I'm excited. I'm excited for you, Trudy. I know I've always you know you know, seeing you, you know, as far as growing up, and I just always knew you had, um, you know, you were destined for greatness. And so I always know that, that just keep going, keep, keep going in the right direction, and you, you're going to do it, you know. So mm-hmm. and you're going to be an inspiration to a lot of young people, you know, because you know, a lot of people know you, and, um, you know, you just you, you have a good head on your shoulder. I see
1: him.
0: Okay, and to, and to my listening audience, um, once again, I uh, thank you again for supporting the Canada Youth podcast. Um, thank you always for listening and, um, you know, commenting and telling me, you know, how, you know, you like the conversations. And so just, just continue to support the podcast. And um, just have a great week, a great weekend. Um, just be safe. You know, this weekend is coming on Memorial Day. So we, we honor all our veterans and those that have uh, given life for our country. Um, we just... Um, Thank you so much. And um, with that being said, have a good evening.